0: Initiated. Rift opening. This is bad. The ship enters the warp, and the bleeding between real space and the immaterium drops my stomach. Salutations, pirate. (laughs) C-31 appears. I didn't even hear him enter the room. He twists my arm behind my back. Let go of me! Pironomia's wires twist around the command chair, plugging into port after port for trios. The carapace lights up with burning circuits, and monitors flicker as he overrides failsafe by the hundreds. Our contract has ended. Install him with the servitors. What? Herodomia, wait! He forces me down the hallway. My ankles tripping over each other. I can't overpower him. His bionics make sure of that. You're just going to follow her blindly! Her will is my command. Ugh, asshole! She's taking us into the warp of a barely functioning jeller field! What do you think is going to happen when it fails? She'll keep us safe. We have faith. Faith? Again with faith! I struggle. A door opens and I look around. It's one of the rudder halls. Inside people are linked by callers magnetically chaining them throat to throat. C31 pulls a neck cuff from his hip and activates a red lamp on it. We all pay for our beliefs at some point. This is where you pay for yours. I oh, look at the crowd. Their bodies are emaciated. Rows of sunken eyes look back at me, rotten teeth smiling with gums exposed. They're breathing corpses, barely alive. Servitors a right reserved for criminals and skeptics without antipara to install the cranial connectors there will be some discomfort he pulls out a data spike in one hand ready to work on me final words pirate yeah pirates always run I spin the collar around and lock C-31 down. The magnetic lamp turns on and I run down the hall. He tries to follow, but the bolt stops him from moving more than a foot away from the servitors. Loose steerage, Deck 55. I'm around the corner and racing through the ship. I'm a full three bulkheads ahead of C-31. If running for the loading bay when... No, no, no! Lockdown. I tap at the key panel. It stays cold. It chimes back at me, defiant. Come on, come on. Shit. Mysterious, um, um, appeal of messiah. Keep the spirit, um, in favor, help it. Open the damn door when I need it. Shit. I give up and break away. I run the long corridors steam and dials hissing as I run by. The whole ship is rumbling as we enter warp space, and I curse myself for getting stuck this far. I can't die here. Think, think, think. Hello? I've gotten all turned around and have wound up in the smithing hall. The lights flicker as power is rerouted to the other parts of the ship. Hello? It's... Empty. Scrap room, Detentant. Prepare interagiation on all decks. What does that mean? It starts with screams echoing down the halls. A choir of voices, howling like reality is coming apart. I see a phantom form climb through the four grates. It lingers before slowly sinking of its own accord. No, no, no! As I enter the next corridor, I bear witness to a column of horrors. Chaos that mocks every idea of faith and purity. Below my catwalk, the undisposed corpses of the crew shuffle and twitch. They're overgrown with fungal masses. Their bodies bloating and mutating. They rise, feasting on the crew. They look up at me, arms outstretched and calling me down. <sighs> Nearby, phantoms hang from the walls, gleefully watching their playthings devour the living. Pieces of the crew dribble from their lips. I hold onto the railing and stare forward. I need to keep walking. Focus. Focus. You're almost there. The bridge is ahead. I walk above the dead and the dying. The phantoms take notice. Their thoughts echoing in fractured elastic tongues. I shut them out and close my eyes to the horrors below. But my mind fills in the blanks. Almost there. Focus. Focus. You're almost there. Focus. Focus. You're almost there. The bridge is... Focus, focus. You're You're almost there. Get out of my head! Leave me alone! Get out of my head! Get out! (laughs) break into the nearest room. It's ironically a study. I race to a table and pulled the antique pistol from our oak desk. I've been waiting for this flesh bag. C-31 is on me again before I can aim. And the shot goes wild. Yeah. My patience for you is at its end. <coughs> Mine is long overdue for you, Tin Man. You and your priestess and this Death cult. <laughs> he breaks my arm, and the pistol tumbles down before our legs. You were never going to touch the red waste. <laughs> <laughs> Neither were you. What? The room stretches and bends as reality itself comes undone. The eye looks around, dumbstruck. What is this? The pistol is in reach. I grab it. It means you're not as smart as you think you are! He takes the forefront of it, point-blank phosphor, ripping his helmet and skulls from his shoulders and flinging them across the deck. The shot is a brilliant, blinding white. It burns my eyes. My head is swimming in pain. I draw the phosphor and stumble to the bridge. My vision is blurred from the muzzle flash. I can only see in the outline of shadows. Still, I feel my way through the wounded fortress ship, gripping the walls to find my way. The weakened walls feel thin, and touching the steel, I can almost feel the rumblings of the warp on the other side. Manually vent and lower deck. Dropping life on deck 6 to 15 sits in a throne of cables. New linkages are formed as she holds the ship together. It's a nest of fire. A testament to her arrogance. It is time to say goodbye, because I want one. I missed you on that death world. I won't miss now. I've climbed the mound downward to realize my dream field. You are a cog in the great machine. We played our parts, working to this end. I stumbled towards her, trying for a clear shot. Thank you for showing me what I must do. I raise the pistol, and my blood vision goes red. You think you're so smart? You think people like you have this all planned? like you're some kind of prophet. I'm not buying it. This is it. Cut the puppet strings, drop the ship. I pull the trigger. Empty. (laughs) You expect me to risk hundreds of lives and not get my hands dirty. It is done. You can't stop it. I let the gun drop from my hand. My anger falls with it. (laughs) Don't give me that look. What do you plan to do? Wrap your fingers around my alloy throat? Strangle the life from my body? Choke air from steel? I have calculated this jump without bias. Every interlocking catastrophe leading to this. I will survive, and you will not.
1: Goodbye, Thalen.
0: Outside, our flow of warp space connects with the banks of the warp scar. Gravity abruptly switches sides, and deck by deck, the Fort Pilgrimage begins to peel apart. Thunderous cracks cascade through the ship as the crew and material are jettisoned. Hieronymia and I never break focus. I'm transfixed on her artificial human face. The flames are onto the bridge, engulfing our bodies. As her fake flesh blackens and burns away, I finally see the real her. The woman beneath the mask. The post human machine. Drop us! Drop us! Somewhere out in the warp, a malevolent thing snickers to itself. Drop us! Hyronomia! Hyronomia! She's the last living thing I see as my body is reduced to ash. It's freezing.
1: Hurry the hell up. I'm trying. Give me a minute. How long do you think this ship's been out here? What's wrong? Door codes are refusing access.
0: Enough of this. Step aside. Three, two, one.
1: See what we've got. Keep right? Accessing system logs. Oh, this thing is a mess. What does the log say about the path they took? Logs say there was a Gellerfield breakdown. A ship was thrown about. Unbelievable, it's still intact. Looks like logs are time stamped. It.
0: it
1: jumped from the Imperium Nihilus.
0: The, that can't be right.
1: Blessed Emperor, as those go off to sail in great waters, let them observe your power in action. The Emperor protects. The Emperor, the Emperor protects. Radiation the lower this thing is a mess. What do we do? Strip the ship. Take everything. Building bays <laughs> open.
0: Your is prepared for cargo.
1: Hi everyone, thank you so much for listening to part 5 of A Cog in Crimson. This fan-made audio drama is part of a anthology series put on by Cold Open Stories, and it's our first serialized arc. Now what we're doing could be called community theater set in the 41st millennium. Each month or so, we write a script and then you, the listener, audition to play the parts. It's a great way to build community and share stories worth telling. Now, all levels of experience are welcomed, and these are fan productions, so whether you're a writer, an actor, or a demon from beyond the warp, you can check us out on coldopenstories.com or on social media for the latest casting call. A Cog and Crimson was written, directed, and produced by Colin DeGraff, with music composed by Robert Renato Hack. This episode starred Stuart Moyer, Richie Amons, Tara Burke, Bradley Holmes, Morgan Winter, and Lawrence Trotty. Now a few pieces of housekeeping. You know Patreon? Yeah, we don't have one, and we don't want one. The best way you can help is by sharing our stories in your network, because without a cast, none of this is possible. Still feeling generous? Check out one of the sponsored charities on our site, or leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast player. Now if you feel like writing for cold open stories, Now's your chance. We're currently accepting short fiction submissions, and one lucky writer will even have their work adapted into an audio drama. Just hop on over to coldopenstories.com for all the details and consider working with us on our next story.